Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you finding yourself self-sabotaging a lot of the time? Well, today I'm going to talk through why this is and what you can do about it. Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo, here to help you take control of your self-esteem and confidence. This is really good timing, actually, because the way I usually make my podcast is I, I write the scripts, kind of write some points I'd like to talk to you about. I don't write it word by word because I believe in giving flow and, you know, being as open as possible to you not just necessarily reading off a script like a robot. However, I had written some points I wanted to talk about, but it's really good timing because this morning I was going for a walk and then I was listening to Bruce Lipton and Joseph McClendon exactly on this subject, on the subconscious mind. So I've written a script or some points I wanted to talk about rather than the words, rather than the term script. But I have a lot more information from them that I'm going to talk about today. So for me personally, I, I've i wanted to do things so many times. Now, that might be to earn more money. That might be to get in a romantic relationship. That might have been to get in really, really good shape. And I've been in a position where I've been getting towards some of those things. So I might have earned a little bit of income. I might have really started to see the benefits of working out and eating well. Or perhaps I was dating someone that was going well. But all of those times, especially in the past, well, obviously everything's in the past up to this date, but longer ago, long, a longer time in the past, I, I can remember self-sabotaging, not even intentionally, not like I suddenly go, right, I'm going to self-sabotage myself now. But for some reason, and not that many of us do that intentionally, but then I start to eat badly. I started to, or not exercise as much. I started to just not make as much contact with the girl I was dating, or perhaps talking about money, I suddenly started spending it all. And you may be familiar with that kind of activity when things were going well, but you sabotaged it yourself. And that's what I wanted to talk about today because. I'm now in a position and actually reflecting on what Joseph and Bruce said, there's always room for improvement, of course. And we're always learning about ourselves and growing about who we are and what works best for us and what we need to do to move into the next stage. But there's been more recently times where I've really, really started to program myself for success a lot more. So Bruce... Lipton and other scientists have done a bit of research and from studies and from general human evaluation. And Bruce Lipton, by the way, I'm, I'm chucking these names in. Bruce Lipton and Joseph McClendon. Joseph McClendon, if you're not familiar with my podcast, is one of my heroes. And I've taken a few of his programs. He's a he's basically he described himself as a very high level life coach. He's one of Tony Robbins business partners and he's learned a lot in the neuropsychology. He really understands behavior and he looks at how we can make lasting change so that our brain works for us. Now, Bruce Lipton's in a very similar field and he's very much fascinated with neuroscience and the brain as well. 
two highly, highly intelligent people, both doctors. And Bruce Lipton and other people have discovered that 95% of our activity day to day is run by the subconscious mind. The programs playing in the background. What do I mean by that if you don't know what I mean? So consciously, we we do certain things every day that we're paying attention to, like thinking about what we've got to focus on next or what are we, you know, what we're going to send, what message are we going to send to someone or what perhaps what shirt we're going to go for. But there are a number of things you'll do every single day. So, for example, you will get up out of bed automatically. <laughs> well, depending how good you are getting out of bed, you'll brush your teeth every day. If you drive to work, you'll drive to work the same route every day. You brush your teeth, teeth every day. You'll start doing things like out of habit. Now, not everything is actually serving you. And we're driven by the programs playing in the background. And this is from the part of the mind that we're not always paying attention to. And we don't know everything that's in it. Now, how is that formed? How's that formed? What goes into it? Well, in particular, in the first seven years of our life, we're in a state of hypnosis. We're in a state called theta. Now, the brain has different waves that go across it. So when we're in deep sleep, we've got something called delta, delta waves, when we're very, very in deep sleep. Then we've got theta. Theta is very much the hypnosis state. And this can be, this is where in your first seven years of your life, you're particularly in this. But when you're getting towards sort of waking up, you're not in such deep sleep, that's theta. Or reverse, you're you're going into you're going into deeper sleep if you're coming in from you know going to bed. And then there's alpha. Alpha, this is kind of slow brain waves when you're sort of waking up early hours of the day, or perhaps later hours as you're sort of winding down to go to bed. Then you've got beta, beta state. This is when your brain's and it's very, very active state, very quick waves. Now it can be you know, stress, worry, anxiety, but it can also be excitement and just rushing through loads of thoughts. It doesn't mean it's necessarily negative. But we take in and learn a lot in theta state in particular. It's not to say you can't learn when your brain's in another state, but the things that are going to make an impact in your beliefs and particularly what go into the subconscious mind are when you learn in theta state. Okay, so we go through our childhood uh, for seven years and whether things are good or bad, we don't really feel to them in the first seven years. If someone says, oh, you're rubbish, you're hopeless, stupid little kid. That is something that's going into your subconscious mind. If perhaps now to be completely open and transparent um, with me, I, I have had a belief that I'm not lovable or in the past, I'm not good enough, which I've rewritten. And that was drawn from a couple of deaths in the in the family, sadly, when I was very young. Now, I had a very loving family, and I love my parents a bit. So I love my little sister to bits, and the wider family. But when I was two and a half years old, I had a brother die. And like, as I grew up, it wasn't really something I'd noticed. But in the back of my mind, as I dug in more and more, I created this belief that 
because my parents had to go look after him, go to the hospital, things like that. I had this belief that, you know, what, why are my parents unhappy? What, why am I being left with family friends to be looked after while they're obviously in this traumatic time in the hospital? And I started forming this belief, I'm not lovable. And that was a program going around in my subconscious mind for many, many years. And therefore, that would lead a lot of my behaviour. Like when I was progressing, like perhaps well in the dating scene, I pull myself back. I would be like, oh, I don't deserve this girl. I'm going to do some stupid stuff. Not even, not intentionally, of course. Like I'm not going to text her or I'm going to do something, you know, just to kind of drive her away or whatever. I'm not going to go out and actually look for a girlfriend because I, you know, it will only end up in me being perhaps left alone to be completely transparent. So that's an example from my life. And I had, I'm not good enough. So therefore, I would let people talk down to me. I would only allow myself to go so far in my career. And I'm not alone in this. From studying this, I know many, many people have the beliefs, I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough because of experiences. Now, it doesn't mean we've got a subconscious full of negative things and the subconscious is not a bad thing. It's just the programs that have gone into it because of the experiences, particularly in the seven, first seven years. You can have something great, like parents telling you they love you over and over again and again, or you something great happening, and that's in the back of your mind as well. So for me, I've had I had I was reinforced that I was a really good sort of like actor and speaking in front of people and entertaining people. And there there was kind of conflicts at times, but actually that's one of the reasons that I've not found it so hard to get in front of people on camera and things like that, even though there was a conflicting part of me which was saying I'm not good enough. But when I got through that, the belief of I can entertain and help people and I'm good in front of crowds of people really, really reinforced and helped my life. So if we've got programs in the back of our mind that don't serve us, think of think of your brain like a computer. If you've got programs that are not going to help it, that are full of viruses and stuff, it's going to crash. And that's the same with your brain in that it's not going to work to how you want it to. So therefore, the key is to identify the programs within ourselves. Now, the other question you might be thinking right now is, okay, but after seven, I learned stuff and experiences. Yes. And how you learn things is through repetition again and again and through emotional events. And that's why I'm a big believer in saying incantations, when you put emotions to the things you say to yourself in the positive sense. And also go if you keep saying, oh, I'm pathetic, I'm an idiot like with emotion to yourself, you're also going to get that into your subconscious. So after seven, you learn things by doing repetition, like driving, like learning to drive, for example. Okay, so how do we reprogram the subconscious? So there's really a couple of ways I'm just going to outline today, but I could go into this forever. So you've got to create a habit of something, like I've just talked about the repetition, if you do something over and over and over again, it will go into the subconscious mind, which is the habit mind, doing things over and over again. Now, if you try and put something that's too hard as a habit into your brain, or you do put too many things in at once, your conscious mind is going to get, or your mind's just going to get a bit up, upset and be like, oh, it's too hard, it's too difficult. So you've got to really break it down, repeat things, but make it as easy as possible. 
whether that's saying something to yourself every single morning in the mirror, like, I love you, I love you, I love you, or I love me, I love me, I love me. If you do that again and again, that's going to become a habit and it's going to go into that subconscious mind. So that's the first way. And then the second one is programming your brain. And this, again, is repetition and making it a habit, but it's trying to program it. Listen to audio tapes. You might have heard of hypnosis tapes, which are really effective to listen to as you're going to sleep because you're going into that theta state I just talked about, that state of hypnosis. And what you're doing is you're listening to something that's going to serve you. So you're brainwashing yourself into feeling good about yourself. Now, when we say brainwashing hypnosis, you think, oh, my God, I'm going to be controlled. Unfortunately, though, we can be controlled by external forces like the news and things like that if we hear them over and over again. So why not brainwash and hypnotize yourself into feeling awesome about yourself? And you can do that through many, many tapes. A couple of recommendations I've got. Look on Bruce Lipton's website himself. Uh, Marissa Peer has got some great stuff. She's a UK hypnotherapist. She's got a program called Rapid Transformational Therapy, which, again, is really getting to the subconscious. And she's got these audio tapes you can listen to before you go to bed. Now, what what do you work on? What do you hypnotize yourself? Well, it's whatever you struggle with. So if, for example, you really struggle with weight loss and staying healthy, you do it for a bit through willpower. Oh, by the way, I'm going a bit sidetracked here, but uh, well, I'm not, but I'm sort of going off on a tangent a bit. But if you actually, I've completely forgotten where I was going to go with that. <laughs> I was talking about weight loss, wasn't I? Where was I? Um, yeah, willpower, that was it. Willpower does not last because that is the conscious mind battling a bunch of programs in your subconscious that say otherwise. So you can only last for too long before you resort back to the program. So we're trying to get the subconscious program with good stuff because that's where 95% of your behavior comes from. Okay. So for example, if you're listening, if you think, oh, I have a real problem with weight loss or staying healthy. And when you say weight, when I say weight loss, it's better to look at it as I want to be healthy and energetic because then your brain looks at it in a positive sense. So creating listen if you say that for example find some health tapes find some programs that are going to make you think that you're full of energy and you're attracting more and more health into your life if you struggle with relationships with people whether that's intimate relationships or just general relationships with people uh friends and family socially listen to a tape on that so really identify what you're struggling with and then find a tape that's going to address that. That's a hypnosis tape, a tape you can listen to that's going to program that subconscious because just trying to do a, just trying to do something and then using willpower is going to exhaust you. Now, like I said, you can use habit and make it as easy as possible, but doing these things in parallel is going to make a massive difference. Changing the beliefs of programming in your subconscious as well as doing that with habit is going to be the most effective. Visualizations is also a key one. Visualizing where you want to be and do visualizations while you've got binaural beats. Binaural beats are sort of waves that go through the brain and listen to a theta, theta wave binaural beat. Google binaural beats and then put theta waves on YouTube. There's plenty of binaural beats on YouTube, but try and pick theta waves if you can, because they have a few different ones. 
and therefore start visualizing where you want to be not what you don't want because the brain doesn't it misses the negatives look for what you do want and then the final one is incantations again this links back to repetition and habit of saying things yourself but try and say powerful things with emotion because that's really going to go into your subconscious even more so that's what i wanted to cover in terms of why you may be self-sabotaging again it's you, you you consciously try and make an effort to do something but if you've got a program in your subconscious mind that conflicts to that you're always going to resort back to the bad behavior unless you can make it simple habits or you can reprogram your mind if you don't address the underlying programs in your mind then you're always going to go back i've done it several times like i said i've been guilty of this and again i always make this podcast based on my experiences not just <laughs> theories i hear I actually relate it to my life and you may be able to relate this to your life as well. But I've resorted back to bad behaviours because I had these beliefs and underlying programmes that no matter how much goodwill I had in my conscious mind, I was resorting back to the negative programmes in the subconscious mind. You need to get a programme that's going to sort to you. You need to get deep and work on what's sabotaging you. Okay, so like I said, that's what I've got for you today. But if you want more content, more regular videos and messages, then come and hang out with me on Instagram. My handle is at johnny.pardo. I'm also on a range of other social media if you'd like to connect as well, even including TikTok where I make some crazy videos, uh, which is an interesting platform anyway. But thank you so much for listening today. If you've appreciated this, please share this with your friends and family and give this a rating just so we can reach more people. Thank you if you've done so already. I appreciate you and make that decision to take control of your self-esteem and confidence, and I will speak to you soon.